Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. This is a very special edition. We've got the number one prospect in the 24-7 sports rankings, JT Tui Moloau, the five-star defensive lineman from the state of Washington. Joining the show to discuss his recruitment, JT did not sign during the early signing period last month, and he has a final five of Alabama, Ohio State, Oregon, USC, and Washington. He's going to discuss those options with Brandon Huffman, the national recruiting editor for 24-7 Sports. If you just found this feed following the early signing period and you want to follow along with national football recruiting, please rate us, please review us, give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts, leave a question in your review for a chance to have it answered on an upcoming mailbag episode. So without further ado, here is Brandon Huffman's conversation with five-star defensive lineman JT Tuimoloau. All right, Brandon Huffman with 24-7 Sports here with the nation's number one prospect in the 2021 class. JT Tuimoloau out of Eastside Catholic High School in Sammamish, Washington. Jay, thanks for joining us tonight and uh, coming on the 24-7 Sports Recruiting Podcast. Thank you for having me. So you had a pretty eventful early signing period. While a lot of guys made their decisions, you narrowed your list down to five schools, Alabama, Ohio State, Oregon, USC, and Washington. You still have a few weeks, at least maybe a few months until you're ready to make a decision, but just getting it down to a top five, was that still, and essentially a final five, was that still a pretty tough process for you? Yes, it was. Uh, it was a lot of talking with the family and uh, just really, really analyzing each and every college and uh, to see who was going to be kept and who were going to, uh, you know, take out from that, from my starting seven. But yeah, it was a, you know, it was a, it was a long process. And uh, I think we just, Wanted to take our time and make sure that these were the five we're going to go with. So we'll talk about the three Pac-12 schools that are in your top five first. Uh, The first school that we'll talk about, University of Washington. They offered you over three years ago, I think it was, what, three weeks into your freshman year in high school, and they made your final five. What was it about the Huskies that had them included in your final five? You know, ever since they offered me from, well, pretty much being my first offer for both football and basketball, but for football, you know, during that whole during the, my whole year, you know, they've always been just keeping up with me. They never, you know, never stopped staying in contact with me. They were always – I built a good relationship with uh, Coach Lake and before Coach Lake it was Coach Pete. But, uh, you know, getting to know all of the all of the staff, all the coaching staff for UW made it easier when the transition came when uh, Coach Lake went to, went to be the head coach. So it was just a strong bond, strong bond between me and the coaching staff and everybody over there at, at UW. The next school that offered you, I think it was a couple weeks after the Washington offer, was USC. And I know you got some family ties down to Southern California. You grew up watching USC. What was it about the Trojans that put them in the final five? It was, uh, I would say, started off strong, but then they went through the whole 
new coaching staff and, uh, you know, uh, getting to talk to them and knowing what they're bringing in and the mindset they're coming in with, you know, really, really was an eye opener for me for them to come back in with the old U- USC mindset when the Reggie Bush and all of them were back there coming in with that, that mindset to make that program great again was a, like I said, a great eye opener and also getting to talk to the coach, coach Vic and uh, like what he's doing and what he's bringing to the table and also what uh, coach Helton too. Oregon was the other Pac-12 school that was in your top five. You visited them last fall, uh, back when fans were still allowed to go to games, back in 2019. Yeah. Uh, but the Ducks made your final five. What was it about Oregon that you included them in that final group? Man, basically what they're building. I know I say that a lot, but they're bringing back the tradition, uh, that Oregon tradition when uh, Chip Kelly used to be there. And uh, what they're creating over there, Coach Mark Cristobal is bringing what he learned from – SEC from Bama and bringing it to the Pac-12 and trying to create something over there. And I like what he's like, what he's doing, what he's building. The summer between your freshman and sophomore year, you went down to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You had a viral clip down there. And a couple of minutes after you, you had that clip, you got an offer from Nick Saban. And that was when you went down to that camp and you beat a guy who was in the top 100 pretty handily. And if folks remember that tweet or that that video that Tracy Ford tweeted out, you could see Tosh LePoy, who was the defensive coordinator at the time, trying to hide a smile and a little laugh as you worked that offensive lineman. Alabama is one of your five finalists. What is it about the Tide that has them this far along in your recruitment? Man, you know, getting able to talk to Coach Nick Saban a lot, you know, having picking his brain and him picking mine and just being able to talk to Coach Roach, too, on the D-line staff. But, man, the culture that Bama has, is it's always been up there, you know, and uh, getting to talk to Coach Saban more and more frequently or more than any other coach on that coach staff is just, you know, he's always been – he has a history and, uh, you know, that and I like what he's doing and he, what he's continued to doing up there at Bama. Ohio State, the last school that made your top five. In fact, of the five schools that you had in your final five, Ohio State's the only one you haven't actually been – able to visit, but you've got some ties there with your former teammate at Eastside Catholic with G. Scott Jr., a freshman there, and then another one of your friends in the 2021 class, Emeka Egbuka, having just signed there. What is it about the Buckeyes that had them here in your final five? Coach Larry Johnson, you know, he has a history. He's put a lot of dudes in the league at my position and, uh, you know, watching watching him, watching film with him, my film, and other D-linemen's film, you know, he knows what he's talking about and he's been doing this for a long time and uh, being able to talk to coach day, pretty much those two, those are the two coaches I talk to more, you know, they're just great. I built a strong, built a strong bond with the both of them. And, uh, you know, coach Larry Johnson is, is considered one of the top at his, at what he's doing. And uh, he's had a history and I, I was able to watch it when they played Penn state when Saquon Barkley was there. So from that point moving forward, I always loved what, uh, what Ohio state had. All five of your finalists either won their division or their conference this year. Washington winning the Pac-12 North, USC winning the Pac-12 South, Oregon winning the Pac-12, Alabama winning the SEC, Ohio State winning the Big Ten. Two of those schools are playing in what a couple of your your seven-on-seven coaches called the other night the JT Bowl, and that's the national championship game with Ohio State against Alabama. And obviously both teams had impressive performances in the Rose Bowl and in the Sugar Bowl, but what were your thoughts watching Ohio State and Alabama on New Year's Day and just seeing the performances both those teams had, knowing that they're going to play each other? What did you think about each of those schools in their bowl games? They were really dominant. Uh, they all are dominant in their own ways. 
uh, you know, Bama, you know, going. They used to be really known for running, but now they got a good air raid with Devontae Smith. And actually, he just won Heisman. So they have a they have a good all-around offense and defense. Same with uh, Ohio State. You know, they got a powerful runner with Trey Sermon. And uh, they're both really good at running the ball. Bama's really good at running the ball with Najee Harris. So, you know, it's a good, it's going to be a good matchup. They're very well-talented all over the field. You know, they displayed why they should be in this championship game. Yeah, they're, they're really talented and dominant uh, in their own ways, and I feel like it's going to be a really good game between them. When you watch Ohio State play, obviously Haskell Garrett and Tommy Togiai are two uh, Polynesian players that have had – that were Polynesian Player of the Year candidates, uh, both played in the Poly Bowl, which you were selected to play in. You know, when you, when you see a guy like Tommy Togiai, who's from the Northwest, and him flourishing at Ohio State – you know, is that something that, that you – between him and then G. Scott, now Mecca going there, are you seeing a little bit of a Northwest to Columbus pipeline starting to open up a little bit? And now that you say that, I feel like, you know, I feel like when the Northwest is starting to be put on the map everywhere, you know, like you said, those three dudes doing their thing or two dudes, you know, G's up there doing his thing and Tommy's dominating. Uh, I think it's starting to come well known that Northwest has a – has a lot of talent too. Going down to Alabama, obviously you, you had the experience down there at that camp. You know, when you were there, obviously Tua Tonga-Vailoa had, I think, just thrown the walk-off touchdown pass a few months before and was really starting to make, you know, his way felt in Tuscaloosa. And later that year was the starter on a team that made it to the national championship game. And you see that, you know, Alabama is making a bigger push out West with Najee Harris there uh, with Tua before with Bryce Young on the roster. Clearly Alabama's recruiting the West, but they haven't really hit the Northwest as hard. You know, is that something that, you know, coach Saban and even when, when Sark was there recruiting, was that something that they talked about maybe starting to open up a little bit of a pipeline in the Northwest? Getting to talk to them a lot, you know, being from the Northwest. And like I said, we're overlooked in a lot of ways, but I think this time we, we've got, I think this is one of the best classes for both football and basketball coming out of the Northwest. So I think it's just now starting to be known that the Northwest has some, has some ball players too. And, you know, I think that's grabbing attention from a lot of coaches. Like you said, Bam was a big name. I remember the last time they looked out here in Pacific Northwest, but you know, it's good that we're grabbing attention now from, you know, everywhere all around the country when you look at this national championship game you've got ohio state you got alabama and those are two of the schools that are in your final five did you ever envision when you were in middle school when you were at the fbu all-american game as a freshman down in san antonio or when you were playing as a middle schooler that you know two of your five finalists would be two of the more prominent programs in college football that were playing for a national championship like did you ever think that a kid from you know the suburbs of seattle would have an opportunity to pick from five division champions or conference champions, but two of them playing for the national championship. I never thought I would be in this position. Really a true blessing. You know, it was always a dream to think about it. You know, I've always would sit in front of the couch or sit in front of the TV, watch the games and just, you know, always be like, man, I wonder what it feels to have an offer or to get it just picked from one of these teams. But now living in it, looking back at it, I was just always dream. never knew if it was going to come true or not, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad I, you know, stayed working, kept my head low, stay humbled, stay grounded in a, you know, now I have, I'm in a true blessing and God-giving position where I have, uh, you know, options to choose from and most of them 
are really good, really good programs. The 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast will be right back with more after this break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're here with JT Tuimolo, the number one player in the country, according to 24-7 Sports in 2021. You know, Jay, it's been an interesting year. You look at some of the players that are in your class. They got to play their senior season. Some states had a state championship 14-game season, and you're in a state that you're not even sure when your football season or when your basketball season is going to start. You were invited to the All-American Bowl. You were the first player invited to the Polynesian Bowl. Both those games ended up falling victim to the COVID pandemic. You know, how have you kept yourself just optimistic and kept a positive outlook on things when you've lost two of the most important and monumental games that a high school football player could be invited to? You haven't been able to take those visits and you haven't even been able to play your season. How have you tried to keep a positive outlook considering all that's gone away this year? Man, I would say, you know, with both of these bowl games being canceled, it gives me more time to prepare for you know, the next year going into college, being able to get my body ready and uh, just buckle down on the things I struggled with over these past seasons and uh, just fix all the little mistakes. And uh, on top of that, get a chance to spend time with family because I know when school was around, plus all the traveling, it was really, there was really little time. There's very little time I had to spend with the family, just sit down and talk with them or just, just go places with them. So, I feel like it was a it was a blessing in disguise, you know, allowed me to work and continue to work on my craft, you know, also get a lot of time with with my family over here. You've been getting up at 6:30, 6 in the morning going to FSP and training and working out with some of the other guys in your class. You were out at the FSP alumni game this weekend, uh, playing 7 on 7 in a in a driving rain. You still were doing some <laughs> AAU hoops a couple of weeks ago. But how hungry are you to get back on the field and put that Eastside Catholic helmet on, put that Eastside Catholic basketball jersey on? How much has this offseason training just really motivated you to get back out there? And, you know, I know one of the things that's been driving you is you want to get that basketball ring to match the football and basketball ring your, your good friend Paulo Bonchero has. How hungry are you to get back out on the hardwood or on the football field? Really motivated with training and putting all the work I've been doing with my trainers and with – couple of my other brothers, you know, it just, just wants me to get back on that field and see, see what uh, all this training has done and uh, just see what I've worked on and, uh, you know, use it, use it in a live game. But man, I really miss it <laughs> when I put on that, the uniform for our all American pictures, you know, I was just running around the whole field, just getting the feel back what it feels like to get ready before uh, 
before a game and warm up and just have your pads and helmets on. But yeah, man, training and all this has really motivated me to get back on that field and put a lot of things I've learned from a lot of NFL players and a lot of players in my grade and uh, put it to use. Lastly, I'm not going to put you on the spot and make you pick a winner of the national championship game because that would be unfair. But what I am going to ask is, do you and your family, I know you guys have taken a very deliberate approach to the recruiting process and you know, you, you've never rushed anything. You've taken your time with the whole process. Do you guys have kind of a loose time frame of when you'd like to have a decision made or is everything still kind of up in the air just in terms of when you'll get a chance to actually visit these schools with the NCAA dead period? Or have you started to say, hey, you know, let's try to get a decision by this certain date? Uh, we haven't came up with a certain date yet. We would like to see if they open up visits, not only if I'm comfortable, but also with my family to see if we're all set on the right school. But uh, right now it's up in the air. Probably going to see and see what they do with letting people or letting at student athletes visit to check out the schools. Or But yeah, right now it's up in the air. Don't know yet. All right, Jay. Well, you got a very bright future ahead of you. A lot of good opportunities, a lot of good options. And, you know, you still got some time left in this recruiting process. So even though you would have been in San Antonio last week, we would be going to Paula to the Polynesian Bowl in Hawaii in a couple of weeks. Instead, we're getting this driving rain here in Seattle. I know it's not as uh, tropical as we could have seen in Hawaii, but I know it's something that, you know, you're, you're, like you said, you're enjoying that time with your family. I know how much your family means to you and how much uh, you enjoy spending time with them and having your siblings a part of the process. So enjoy those last couple of weeks and months as a uncommitted recruit with the family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we look forward to, to your final decision. Thank you. Thank you for having me. He's the number one player in the country, the highest rated player to ever come from the state of Washington, JT Tuimolo'au out of Eastside Catholic in Sammamish, Washington. And he still has a couple more weeks, if not months, left in the recruiting process. But stay tuned into 24-7 Sports. We will have all the latest from JT. So there you have it. JT Tuimolo'au, the five-star defensive lineman from the state of Washington, the number one prospect in the 24-7 Sports rankings for the 2021 class breaks down everything in his recruitment and we want to thank him we want to thank brandon huffman for bringing us that conversation and obviously his recruitment will be one to track in the months to come the early signing period has passed but we're staying busy over at 24 7 sports with a lot to look forward to leading up to the national signing day the traditional day that first wednesday of february as well as monitoring the 2022 and 2023 classes and so much more so make sure you check out 24 7 sports that'll do it for us this week thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the 24 7 sports football recruiting podcast